This is the I Know Podcast, where we're all about healthy debate, honest conversation, and talking bear junk. Information, knowledge, observation. This is the I Know Podcast. I-N-O, information, knowledge, observation. Also, I know nothing. We got Malik Mosey in the hey. building. We got Kofi in the building. Yo. We got Romar in the building. We got the newest member of the team in the building, Gianni Bigot. Gianni, um, hey, my name is Marcus Myers. And we have an up-and-coming DJ who is... Um, <laughs> He's aspiring to eventually one day make it on the world stage. And we're here to give him some, you know, some words of encouragement. Thank you. Thank you. This, Listen, uh, we all need words of encouragement. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is our most requested guest in the last really? five years. Outside outside of, of course. The Prime Minister. Y'all, I don't know if y'all getting that one. I swear, I, I don't know. We're working on it. I, we're working on it. Uh, I, could, I could pull that string for you, man. You do that for me for real? Yeah, that's sweet, boy. We got This person is a household name in the region and out of 7 billion people, he is one of the best DJs we have to say. That's crazy. This person needs no introduction. <laughs> if you do the, if you do the maths, right? It's actually crazy like yeah. how like much of an Anyway, Without further ado, this person needs no introduction. We welcome to the I Know Podcast, DJ Puffy. First podcast in a long time. In a long time, indeed. Yeah, like years. Bro. Yeah, like yeah. we was talking on your phone. I was, I was, I really. They said like, dog. I'll say your career. Like, I don't know how much we know about Andre mm. and like the driving force behind Andre. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about that today. Uh, we can start hot. Or we could start. We could we could gradually ease into it. I can start hot though. Oh my god! I was, I was gonna give you a choice, right? But I said, nah, we can start. That's how we can do it, right? Okay. This algorithm, you know. <laughs> that's, that's CTR. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta stop me when it comes to I know the terms. I have had a conversation several times that you are the best international act to ever come out of Barbados, and I'll tell you why. When I look at an artist, right, usually I am, like, in awe of, like, the fact that they can do things that other people can't do. Or they, like, have these blessings bestowed upon them that allow them to do these skills that many people can't really meet and that kind of thing, whatever, whatever. But when I look at you, I see something different. It's that I see three things. I see hard work, discipline, strategy. The thing about that, though, is those are all things that we have access to and that we do every day. 100%. But you have them, everybody else has, but the way that you approach your work, strategy, and the discipline, I have to say that that is more admirable than saying that, like, you know, is more than just like luck and chance of having a certain talent that you're gifted with. So when I look at them, I am in awe. When I look at you, I am inspired of the way that you use those three things in your career. How can I, in my own career or whatever I'm doing, get to that point? Mm. That has been my case for why I believe you are different from everybody else. Mm. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm extremely humbled. Thank you. I want you to brag a bit though. This is the I Know Podcast. <clears throat> Let me keep it real. Um, Let me keep it funky. You were hurt, I, I, I am not a braggadocious person <laughs> per se, but uh, I was speaking to some friends from the NTI. 
Mm-hmm. And um, this was earlier this week in, in town. Mm-hmm. And the questions that they asked me were very, very interesting. And it, it, it called, I actually had to study the questions before mm-hmm. I went to do this interview. And they asked me, give me, to, to give them like five characteristics or something that I have. And, and discipline was one of the main ones. Um, it's interesting because <laughs> I wouldn't, I, whatever definition you just gave, I was like, yo, this guy's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So but, but, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's the truth. It is true. Yeah, we all have access to those things. But at the end of the day, I always tell Matthew, if anybody can be better than me, they go and work harder than mm-hmm. me. And you ain't gonna work harder than me just so. You understand? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been up at from four o'clock this morning. Wow. I've been in the studio from like five, six till when I called you, which was what? That, One. That was about two o'clock. Two o'clock. Yeah, Ben, you were supposed to be here. Yeah, but then, you, but then, but the, the thing is, right, <laughs> is that <laughs> the reason why you're, the thing that you're not here for is the thing that we're interviewing yes. you about. So yeah. I can't even be yeah, mad at you, yeah, my yeah, big man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know I, mean? I was like, yo, you know when you catch a I was making, I was making a um a remix. Just had an idea and ended up catching a vibe with a song, and yeah, remade the song, put some samples in it. But yeah. I, Back to the topic, you gonna work harder than me, and you're not gonna do it just like that, right? You're not gonna do it just like that because <laughs> I am aware. I'm aware, because just like everybody else, I used to look at somebody and be like, "Yo, I wanted to be in that position." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "I gotta work twice as hard as you," because you working to maintain, I working to catch up, and then to, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean? And then, and I understand, and I will never forget what it means. To have to work that hard to get there, so I'm not gonna fall off on that end on that side either. You understand? Because I know there's the next dude who's probably gonna be like, "Well, yeah, I want I I want to be the next puffy, or you know, I I want to mm-hmm. be in that position." Or there are people who would see a performance or listen to a set and be like, "Well, yo, I I know I could do it better than that. We'll do it then." Right. Right. I like that. The thing that has me, right, is when I think about... But you ain't going to do it just so. You think about, you think about Puffy, right? <laughs> you think about, you think I'm about, very competitive. I used to play a lot of sports, so I'm very competitive. Oh, so you're, you're competitive with other people. Not, like, you know people say, like, I just compete, but I just want to be, like, better than what he was yesterday. You also but, want to be better than everybody else, too. Um, well... <laughs> but... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if, if, if you... Let me let me figure out how to word this because I don't want I, I don't want to be mistaken. Listen, not politically correcting me. No, I know, I know, I know we're not doing that. We're not I just don't want to be misunderstood. Okay, okay. Um, if you if you aim high in anything that you're doing, there are gonna be people around you who are going to be in the same circle, you know, in the same realm, in the same field. Everybody's position is different, 
but people's position can also be very similar. Therefore, <clears throat> sir, if I see you in a position that I would love to sample, I'm not saying that I'm going to do exactly what you're doing in that position because when I get there, I'm going to be me, right? I'm going to be myself through and through in any position, in any position I get, I can be myself. But it's, it's, I think it's completely okay to look at a model that somebody else has and try to wiggle your way into it and then tailor it the way that you want to tailor it. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I necessarily didn't just randomly wake up and be like, well, yeah, I'm gonna. My brand is gonna be this, and I'm. This is how I'm, I, there were people that I saw that that I emulated, that were in positions that I admired, and I tried to do the work in order to get close to where they were. So you kind of reverse engineered it. You saw where where they were, and then you said, "What do I have to do?" And then work backwards, and then start from there. How work you gonna get that part? Create systems, and then keep. Working at the systems in order to, because the systems will be will, will create a discipline, right? And the discipline then would create habits. If you don't let me ask and then the ha- um, like this is in your entire life, or you meet you like talking about DJing? Um, this might I I feel like I have applied this to 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 my entire life as well. For instance, for example, at school I used to run four hundreds, right? We had a coach coach named Fidel. Uh, Abu, right? I was not the fastest guy when I started taking track seriously. But I went training mm-hmm. every day. If I didn't feel like going, Amaris would come and say, yo, or Jeremy would say, yo, we're going to Bigger Potter, bigger Amaris. We're going to be you can't see this at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. But yeah, they will always be like, yo, you training today? Well, I know. You training today. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the fastest guy. I wasn't always the fastest guy, but I went to training every single time I could. A year passed, and I remember I ran a race. And um, I might be wrong about this, but there were people that used to blame me that get blamed out here. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Drop it for your table. Like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> you got to show me, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but, but not get past that yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But that was Ronaldo, though. <laughs> <laughs> what was he? Nah, I think Bourne have beat me yeah. that year still. I think Bourne, Bourne actually won that race. And, you know, I came second. I think I came second. I wore a red shirt and some black tights. I had a, a, a Jesus Christ boy. I had a, um, I had a, a pair of Adidas track shoes that were orange and black. I might say, is it? Nah, <laughs> from East Bay, R.I.P. East Bay, boy. Yo, big but, up yeah, Bourne, boy. Bourne, Bourne actually won that race, but I think I came second. But there has some men that was any smart that year, Shonen. Shonen got got take an L that year. I remember that. I remember that. And I, just, I was just like, well, yo, I didn't expect to win that race, but... You always had that, though. I, or I didn't expect to be top three, but I, I qualified. I qualified. Wow. 
But it's just systems and discipline. I wasn't the fastest guy in. I don't even think I I was like one of the first picks for the for the track team for um for 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 into school, but I just trained and I got faster. There's a there's a saying that goes, um, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, right? And I wanted Hell to know yeah. when it comes to but, but when it comes to actually your systems, would you be able to like get into that of like what habits you would integrate or certain things that you make sure to always do? What <clears throat> habits that I would... Um, what habits or values that you would always make sure to be consistent in anything you do? Hmm. I think the first thing for me to do is to clearly define what it is that I want. Clearly define. Because if you if you don't necessarily have a a clear enough vision of what it is you want, then your road is get kind of blurry. Um, after that, I try to find people in the positions, look at what they do, and I always ask, what can I do every day in order to get myself closer or to the next level? Every day. Every day. What can I do every day? So, for instance, I want to get better at producing. Mm -hmm. What can I do every day to learn more about sound design or to just develop a better ear? Mm -hmm. Make some shit. (laughs) Put something down. Watch a YouTube video. Watch a tutorial. Best college, yeah. Yo, let me... I got plenty of things I learned on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Your best college. Let me tell you. <clears throat> Sit down in somebody's session. Mm. Clearly. And write these things down. Still old school. I still write down things. Still journal. And be like, okay, cool. When I wake up, let me do one of these things. Also, what's very important is to take control and to shape your environment. So for me, for instance, when I was training for Red Bull, I went to Scratch Academy in New York every day. From opening, like there were sometimes I was there before the doors were even open. And I was just outside waiting for the girl to open the door. And I stood there from opening to close. Put yourself in that environment. Because when you in it, when you in that environment, you can't do nothing else but that thing. Right. So this is before the entry? This this is when I knew I got in. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, cool. I mean, and I spent some time in New York. Um <clears throat> yeah. I went to Scratch Academy every day. I find it so interesting when I look at when I look at all the things um, that make Puffy Puffy, right? Which would be your DJing. Um, it should be like the turntables or whatever. I know that one can help me with that as DJs. One can help me with the words, right? Turntables. The turntablisms, right? Yeah. That is the word. Exceptional at that. Miking, exceptional, right? In terms of branding and I guess strategic. Branding <laughs> one, strategic marketing two. COVID still in here? 
You doing COVID or not? Oh, no, no, COVID done. Oh, no, we are we doing COVID? It's such a funny sentence. Are we doing COVID or not? COVID. COVID. Yeah, COVID. COVID. Yes, COVID. COVID. For real. Yeah, okay, that COVID cross it. But right, but in terms of your, in terms of your being on turntables from miking, from your branding and then strategic marketing online, etc. All four of these things require different uh, skills or techniques or uh, a certain level of consistency in all of them. And you are exceptional at all of them independently. And if you follow your breadcrumbs back to one thing, it could be like your mindset and that kind of stuff. My, but, mindset is important, like hands down for everything. Everything. Hmm. I was I was gonna I was gonna wait until you finished talking, but oh no 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 you nah, you, nah, said nah, you, you, word. Nah. you said your word. Like, <laughs> well, how how would you describe? Not how would you describe your? How would say how would you describe the right mindset to have? And if you if you want to do all of those things, because obviously you have it, but I just I would just like to know if you could like pinpoint exactly what that mindset is. So we offer the systems now. We're not talking about the mindset to get all them things do. Uh, I think first of all. <clears throat> when it comes to shaping your mindset, it's important to know, tell yourself and understand that you are a student. You don't know everything mm -hmm. and you are there to learn. Become flexible and teachable. You understand? Because then only if, <clears throat> only if COVID you decide, yeah, COVID spread. Right? <laughs> no, no, I, I, if I clear my jaw, I know it. What do I? One, two, three. Then, then and only then, <laughs> when you understand, yo, I'm a student and I'm ready to learn, or you decide you're ready to learn, that's when your mind, your brain is going to start to shift and the information that you get is going to start to change how it is you see things. You understand? Because if you're not teachable, then you're not going to change how you see things. And if right. you can't do that, you can't, you can't elevate. Can you give an example in your journey of a time where maybe you were not flexible enough and you are then looking back, you said, well, I learned I had to be more flexible or more teachable um, at a certain point. Is there any time that you maybe saw that you had to like shift your mindset towards that? I don't recall having friction when it comes to being teachable. I think I always listen. I always listen. But an example that I could use would, would be um, when I first, not when I first, let me, let me tell this story. I w when I was at Slam, right, I was on the radio. And one day, <laughs> you um Folks gonna laugh, scratch gonna laugh at this. One day I went to work and there were no sound effects in the system. So I called Scratch. I said, yo, ain't got no sound effects in the vault, what happened? Everybody gone like they ain't know what's going on. Well, that's, that's smooth, man. Smooth. They ain't got no sound effects in the vault, what happened? Long story short. I was overusing the effects on the radio. Oh. <laughs> so he meant to take them out. <laughs> so the man took them out. <laughs> what I thought he was gonna say, right? Is because I was of that. 
where your son nobody could come and tell me nothing? Wait, wait, wait. No one like said you're big no. people. They could have though. They could have though. They you could have just called me and yeah, sent me a yeah, message. Yeah, you're using too much. You're using too much Sony effects. Between me and you, my lady. You're doing that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I was so pissed. The only thing I do is cuss bad word. I was. Yes. You should have got ready and be like, poof, poof, poof. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, no. They would have sent me home. They would have sent me home. They would have sent me home. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can tell them like, yeah. I can tell them like, effects. beer, bad man, chew, come on, you ready or not? Yeah. Me not like people. No, me not like people. But I know it was a good set, though. Me not take intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, mm. After that, I was like, all right, no problem. He meant to say it's too much. And then when I listened back to the before and the after, I was like, okay, I I see what you guys are saying. And, and, you know, tear the ego apart and just be like, yo. How how, how many years that slam you were when that happened? I did... I was probably in like four or five years. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. you were season. Oh, yeah, season. oh, you was in it. You was in it. Oh, that was a prank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a no prank. That dude's a serious big ass scratch on a smooth scene. <laughs> in my mind, this is like week five, V. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> there, was al- there was also another time um, earlier, could have been week five. Um, it was late. Cause I used to do the late, like they would put me on when I was interning, like midnight to two o'clock. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. While I was at yeah. school. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. I remember that. Sure. We, we was chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's because of y'all. Yeah. It's because of y'all, boy. But yeah, I, I remember a time Scratch called me and he was like, Puffy, um, just stop talking. I was like, damn, bro. Mr. Hector Watt. <laughs> Stop talking. But yeah, it was probably real shit. I don't know. You could curse on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. You're no. wearing a Russell hat. We didn't tell you to take it off. Oh, that's We put the link in the description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we put it actually. We actually. He, thought, he said that. It's hilarious, yeah, though. Okay. Man, say we are putting my link in your description. <laughs> <laughs> that is a flag. That is and a if, 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 if when this go live, I don't see it, I put it in any comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what he's fucking up. And you got a pin the blasted comment. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, 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 I was like, damn, like, I, I really got to work on my 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 announcing. Yeah. And I did that. I listened. Um, Scratch advised me to listen to this guy on, on in Trinidad, uh, Rodney Fireball King. Uh, and I listened to him every day. He was working six o'clock. Um, and I listened to him every day. And I was like, all right, cool. I know what's going on. I'm ready to talk now. And then, yeah. I have some questions to ask you about Slam, but you go ahead first. To hear like that's who your model was, um, it's shocking. I thought like you, I listened to this one at all, by the way. Let me just preface with that. I thought you modeled after Barry Height. Really? Yeah. I've I've always heard the two of you all and thought this is a similar vibe. And again, not in a bad way. I think it might be tone of voice. I think it might be. It might just be the tone. Yeah. And like again, bigger Chase all the time, but like how some people say Chase, it sounds like Peter Coppin. Yes. Right. I always thought it was like. Yo, shout to Barry, one one of the most incredible people you will ever meet in life. Really? I just always figure you just one model after Barry. One of the most Barry. incredible people 
Such a good dude. Such a good True. dude. True. Yeah. No, it, for real. Now that you're here, can I ask you a question? Oh, there, there was a time when during Slam <clears throat> when people said there was a point where there's a Slam voice where everybody started to sound the same. Yeah. And I wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. Um, I feel like Scratch was the pinnacle of radio for us when he came. I mean, he was our boss. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it works. That's kind of how it works. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, my boss is my pinnacle. All the young guys, we kind of emulated him. Yeah. And there's still things that I would say today that sounds just like him, mm. you know? Um, I mean, this guy taught me almost everything that I know. Right. But, right. but, yeah, I mean, we just all look up to him. And if you look up to somebody, then, you know, Piece of, piece of them can rub off on you in some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and if Scratch trained me and I trained the next dude, or the next two down. dudes, oh, right. you know, right. and they're yeah. sitting in with me for three hours oh. every day, then they're, everybody's going to sound similar until they find themselves. You know what I mean? Because that's what radio is. You know, you learn, you learn the black and white, you learn the ins and outs. And then you find yourself. You don't know who you are before you get before you open the microphone. But the thing is about radio too is that people have the luxury of learning like not in front of the entire nation. But in, tar- <laughs> in, order, in order to learn, your learning curve has to be for like live for people to then say, "Well, you sound bad here. We're going over this." Here, blah blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I just have to take all of that feedback. You're just trying to figure public, it out. The public critique from a Beijing hurts, you know. <laughs> hurts me. It rough. That's a fact. That's rough. a fact. But. I, I will say this, and I say this in in my, a lot of my interviews. Barbados is a gift and a curse, and I might I might shift the conversation in, in a certain way when mm-hmm. I say this, but it's a gift and a curse in that people here, just because of how we are, you have no choice but to remain humble. You have no choice. That's a and it's it's not it's None. no it's not a joke, you know. Nah, it's real. It's just it's because real. of how we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine I come in this room, all Hollywood and shit, sunglasses on. Fuck Marcus gonna look at me, yo. Andre, you understand? Who is this nigga? You, you understand? <laughs> yeah. You know when Bird cut your ass? Yeah. Shut your mouth for him, man. Take off their shoes, man. You know, left your shoes like door, man. They will remember something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would. They would. They would. They would. They would. Yeah. So, like, you you have no choice but to remain humble. But on the flip side, what happens when you then have to step beyond these shores and kind of big yourself up so that you can compete with people outside. There, there are times where I used to find myself in rooms and I just didn't think that I was worthy of being there. Mm. For real. You know? Mm-hmm. And then I had to step outside of myself and be like, well, Andre, you've done X, Y, Z to be here. You're here for a reason. Therefore, your input matters. Right. If you have to open your mouth and say something, say that. If you have to, if you feel like connecting with this person, go ahead, introduce yourself. You know, yeah. there's so many times where I and and I just kind of linked it to 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 that to to this. You know, like I I was in rooms with people and I just felt like, yo, well, I I don't have anything to contribute. But then when I fought that and I did say what I had to say, everybody was like, oh shit, you're that guy. Right. Oh my God. Like, right. I had no idea. Yo, but I wanted to 
you were I wanna see you forever. Yeah, I wanna ask you this. Like and there's people that I look up to? Yeah. Mm. You know, people that I would have seen and, and, and never thought that we would have stuff in common right. or they would I didn't even think they would know who I am, but really? Yeah. That is crazy. And any any of them that we would know? Um <laughs> Um, Who are they? What are their names? That's what I'm. That's, that's my way of just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me see if I could find um, stories. I did see you at a, a, a P a, a P Diddy like party or something at some point in your career. Was it Diddy? It might have been Swizz. Oh, or is it Swizz? But oh yeah, maybe. So, so, shout to Swizz Beats, incredible guy. Um, shout out to Swiss. Yeah, when he watches this, he's gonna feel so good knowing that you know. <laughs> <laughs> he got shouted out. Yeah, he yeah. got shouted out. I know podcast. Wow, he can feel so good. I know, I know, right? I know, right? Bear bookings, though, brother. Swiss, Swiss, no got to live. Alicia Keys husband, right? But right, yeah, you got Swiss party. Swiss and Monique. Uh, big up to Money too. Thank you, Money. Uh, they invited me to Swizz's um, one of Swizz's Art Basel parties, mm. and I DJed that. It was me. Um, Stone Love was there. Lil Wayne was there. Busta Rhymes, um, Chronics was there. Uh, a couple other people. I think um, somebody came out. It was a surprise. I, I can't remember. You already named enough though, like Lil Sorry. Wayne, Chronics. <laughs> <Lil laughs> you- but when you were playing, when you were playing at these sets, right? Do you do you have anything in your Jeff life? Jeff is another one, don't you? Yeah. Right? My man, the, the drinks really share it today, boy. Yo, I ain't even, <laughs> sit, I ain't even the conversation's so engaging. <laughs> My question for you is: when you are in front of these people, do you have anything in your back pocket that can really make yourself stand out as a DJ? Because I mean, these are guys I've seen like all of the best DJs who go to all the best parties all the time. Yeah. Do you usually have like a trick that you could be like, when I do this? This is my car now, you know. This is my my my, tri- my trait is that I am from Barbados and Barbados is in the Caribbean. Yo, that's my tr- that's my seriously. Trait. Expound, expound on that. So, and it's not just Barbados, but the, the Caribbean, Caribbean on a whole, right? We just have a way. Our entertainers and our DJs, especially, we have no choice but to be engaging. Mm. You have no choice but to be engaging as a DJ for, for a Caribbean crowd. If you are molded here in the Caribbean, you have no choice but to figure out a way to get people involved. Or else... People are going to stand up and stare. Yeah, people are going to look at you just like, how oh, you looking at me? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just like that. But in a fan, Marcus. Yeah? But in a fan. But in a yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. as a DJ, that's 10 times worse. Yeah, B. 100 <laughs> times worse. Damn. You understand? Bro, they got DJs that come here to play that say, yo, Barbara, your hardest crowd. And I've, I've said it on multiple podcasts. But... Yeah, just just having, just being shaped on this battleground prepares you for any battleground over there. Any of our DJs here in Barbados could go to a party wherever I've been at and show. Once they can read the crowd properly. Once they can read the room. I want us to actually diagnose that. What is it about our culture that makes us stand up and fold our hands? And what can we do to change that? Part C, I think, should we change it? That should have been part A. 
but I will keep speaking because <laughs> this is a podcast. Yeah. But I want to know, right? But I, I want to know what do you think the reason is? Where does that come from in our culture to be so um, like stand up and don't really move and like it it's, takes a lot for to you know to impress us? It's it's so interesting, man. Um, and I would, I just like to look at these things and dig real deep into them, right? They got a Mrs. Seeley from school. Large off yourself. Large time. off Lionel C. They got my Lionel C. C is so, he is so cool. He anyway. studies. <laughs> but we were the good behaved slaves. Like we were the, the, the ones that used to be in the house and shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's it stems from there, bro. I don't want to go in. It stems from there. If you look at, look at Jamaica. Look at Jamaica. Yeah, that's a good example. Look at us compared to Jamaica. Look at how passive we are as a society. And then look at when something happens in Jamaica, how they stand up and and how they, how they. That's interesting. They don't stand up. Well. That's interesting. How they rebel. There are people that. We don't rebel against nothing. Exactly. We just go on Twitter. But, but <laughs> For two days. That's, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Two days, exactly. Then it dies down. Uh, uh, we are extremely passive-aggressive. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's how we express Very it. strong words. You know? Yeah. Um, we can keep quiet and then malign you later. Yeah. Mm, right? But we ain't going to do it any moment. And, then, the, and but, then, sorry, but, but Vice too, like, when you go behind that, um, go on Twitter or whatever, you're still behind the screen, you know? It's not to say you went outside part of my building and said, I am vexed about this. <laughs> I am at home in the comfort yeah. of my bed on a phone. It's and, not, it's, and, and and guess what? If somebody butt you in the street and be like, yo, use that man that says so and so and so, you're going to be like, yo, 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 yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Not a so so it, it stems from that. Like, we are just the well-behaved ones. And it might take some liquor, some encouragement from other people to rope right. us into that. But I feel like, I feel like that is one of the underlying Mm, interesting. That's interesting. I didn't have this. Um, I didn't want this part. This podcast to be to like touch on DJing that much because I, you know, we just kind of want to talk about you and no problem. Let's go, right? yeah, 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 you don't DJ just for people to dance. <laughs> when you DJ, it's always a spectacle in finding out what the next song is. And that was the catalyst to changing a lot in Barbados, right? Mm, and mm, I found yeah. it interesting you asked that question because I study you a lot when they study that DJing. A lot of Bajans don't go out just to party. They go out for a DJ to impress them. And like, I, I, You think so? Yeah, I, I genuinely feel that like there were not necessarily as, <laughs> as, not as much nowadays. But okay. In, especially in your, especially in like your heyday, though, like, yeah, it was always a spectacle to find out like what's the hard, what's the hard mix this boy can come up with. Impress that, me. That's ah, real. That's real interesting. Interesting. Because I, that's deep rooted in me, like, f- to this day. Real I tough. don't feel comfortable preparing for a show if I don't have something cool to do. Right. And it has to be new and cool. I, I wonder. And I think that's also a driving factor, like. In my performances, still to this day, I don't feel. You prepared. don't do the same thing twice, dog. 
Pardon? You don't. Sorry, no. Let me. So, let me not say you don't do the same thing twice. Let me just say back then, like when they used to play in sugar and thing, I yeah. used to see you often. Yeah. It was never still. Yeah. I don't remember like hearing puffy. You know, like I, I heard I mean, this like, before. You know what's gonna. Yeah. As you said, there was always like the stinger. Yeah. Yeah. At I, some point, I, I always feel like I must. There always has to be that. Yo, that. Yo. But then. All of this to say, right? All this is like transition back into what Marcus was asking with the standing up culture thing. If that kind of like built an environment where people are are no longer their focus is no longer the fat, the wine, the bumpers. Mm. The focus is no, this man is hardest cut in front of me right now. But right. Let me see what you can do today. Correct. Yeah, correct. Right. Correct. Correct. That's, it. that's it. That's it. I tell me that's very interesting. Week. But let me see what you can do today. There was a time, and I, this, I don't think this, this is the first time I've ever seen this. I saw there was a time that you did something. Um, you DJ something and you played a, another song afterwards and make something, right? So DJ. You, you, did, you did your job. You did, you did your job, right? Uh-huh. And everybody stopped dancing, stood up, and applauded. And really? I was just, yeah, I remember that so well. And I and that was really the moment was? that I realized that was on the that was on a beach. And but, that would have been oh, like I lied. that was probably the first time that I played that crocodile teeth. Um, the piano thing. Something, yeah, something. It was probably that. But, but shout out to Rhythm Master. He made that. But oh, when sorry. I saw yeah. but when I saw that though, I I honestly realized that was the point that I realized what it is that you're saying, Kofi, that. We did spend a lot of time judging our DJs. Now, do we do other cultures do that? I don't know. No. But we but it's like we have this, we hold DJing to like an esteem of like no. We're like we have like a social hierarchy of like who is the best DJ, who is the second best, um, that kind of thing. And it takes away from the actual like enjoying the vibes of the party. Maybe that's the only issue. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I I mean I I genuinely want to see this. I would love to just see Bajans go and uh, enjoy themselves and stop. Stand up and you know what I mean? Like start worrying and then start going on Twitter and saying This body played this body play bear junk and real <laughs> You understand? Like, I mean there's come some, on. I have there's some something else I want to ask about that, but I if if y'all don't mind. I don't know if y'all have more more things. Sometimes though, Puffy, I do think that you and I'm seeing um Just Jay do it a lot more. I find that when the two of you are like getting ready for a competition. Now you're in competition, I think, with competition, y'all have to impress DJs, where it's not necessarily impress like the general person. Mm-hmm. And when you're impressing a DJ, there's some like technical stuff yeah. that DJs would like be like, yo, that's so amazing. But we would be like, we don't really know. So then, then there t- so there are times when, like, say like in a minute, you would mix like 10 different songs back to back. And it sounds good, but when I got a bumper in front of me and I try yeah, to jam this bumper, I don't know what to do. So sometimes yeah. I feel like if like com- your competitive mode may sometimes bleed into like yeah. fat mode. So, I don't want to know what you think about that. So for instance, let, let me tell you why, right? Competitive DJ brain and party DJ brain are two different things. When you're preparing for a competition, it is very difficult to go and DJ in a party the same night. It is very difficult. Because again, you shape your environment. Mm. You've gotcha. changed your mindset. Gotcha. And you're laser focused on where it is you're trying to go. And you've implemented systems and you're doing these things every single day. There's muscle memory. There's mental memory. All kind of shit going on. Mm. But... This is your livelihood. 
Bills go up here, right? <clears throat> this is why it will bleed into... Because all you know, especially if you're so laser-focused on the competition, is what you've been practicing for X amount of time. It is very difficult for you to practice something over and over and over and over and over again and then step outside and don't do it. Mm -hmm. So that criticism is, is a legitimate one. You yes. Say. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I've heard yeah. people say that they switch three switch songs a lot and that kind of thing. Which is why... Because um, I was... I was... About, I was um, entering into another competition. I was doing... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, rather. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, I, I'm not doing it no more. How come? Oh. We'll talk about that when I finish saying what you All right, easy, say. easy, mm -hmm. easy. But, um, yeah. Um, when I decided I was going to enter, I told management, I said, I'm not taking any shows. Mm -hmm. We in this... And this will be, this is all I'm doing. And Future was open to that? Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was a million dollar price. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Literally. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> million dollars. Um, but yeah, I, des I decided to drop out. Uh, you know, for, I mean, um, without saying too much, uh, I just felt like, I mean, by, when, by being in the world championships of DJing, I thought that the competition could have been run a little better. Mm. And... Just wasn't up to standard. Mm, that's very so fair. I just I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna think I don't even think I'm involved anymore. Really? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I I decided not to be in the competition anymore. Um also because I just signed to a new agency, right? Right. Right. Okay. Which which, which, which so much right. <laughs> so much going on this year and there's so much to come that confuse you way as a well i don't remember if matthew said this or if i found this so otherwise so if i found it otherwise i'm sorry but you own you call on dream real oops okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> but, um yes i know we formed it together right we formed it together but the legal work is both of your names I don't know. That's my few he put. One thousand. I can just be playing. Like I just thought, like you owned the company that was managing you, which meant like, how do you lose in that in that agreement? Because like when you make money, they make money. They need you to make money. You are going to make money. So I just found it interesting that you that there would be an opportunity. Did you say this in Matthew's uh, episode? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I just found it interesting that you would Body ever say uh, <laughs> um, to somebody else. Um, like, yes, yeah, so, I mean. Just like Shansia and Romish, like yeah. you know, you you artists have to grow. Artists have to grow, and shout to Sujit for seeing what he sees. And I'm now a scam artist. So how was that? How label mates with Amber Rose, Nick Cannon, Lil John. Wow, Swiss that's crazy. Takes booking Mariah insane. Carey. Um, yeah, four colors that. Yeah, bigger yourself, Dave. Uh, that's right. that's different. <laughs> like, that's different. DJ Five, Eric Deluxe. Yo, drop it. Just one more name, drop on that. One more name, um, drop. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Irie. Yeah, Irie, yeah, Irie. yeah. Um, what, what, and this is this is now going into business, right? Um, what is that conversation like with uh, 
I'm somebody that has been there from day one, but you have to grow at some point. As with any artist, I think there are transitions and stuff. How does that conversation kind of go? Um, well, I'm I, I feel like I'm fortunate enough to have people around me who always put the bigger dream forward or who, who always put that in the forefront. It's all about growth. It's all about whatever is for the whatever's best for the brand. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it's kind of just like What's what's important is that we we define what the lines are mm-hmm. very early out so that you know they ain't got no bad blood or there are no misunderstandings. Cause when things start to get fast paced, then it's easy for people to be like, oh well I thought this was yeah. gonna remain like this when really and truly is not like that. I mean, Matthew and I we had that hard conversation last week. You know, it was just like just in terms of you know, what the numbers are going to be like, you know. And, I mean, obviously, there's another agent, so stuff has to be split with up there and without getting too right. crazy into the nitty-gritty, you know, everybody got to eat their food still. Yeah, but decisions I met. We sat down, we had a conversation. It was easier than anybody would probably think. Mm-hmm. But we, we are always forward-thinking, and it was a step that needed to be made for the brand, and we always want what's best for the brand, so... And the bigger the brand, the more everybody else eats. So I wanna know when it comes to like making these decisions, right? You're you have been at a point now where because of the magnitude of your brand and you've been here for years, that you have a lot of opportunities thrown at you. Some of them are in amazing, but you can only do one amazing opportunity at a time. So you have to spend a lot of time saying no to things. <clears throat> have you ever said no to something so you can say yes to something else. But looking back, there's that opportunity that you could have taken. And how do you receive that? Do you kind of feel, do you kind of dwell on that a bit if you strategically make a move in retrospect that you should have made a different one? Have I ever said no to something and then look back and be like, hmm. I don't think so. I feel like even if I couldn't do something at the time, the decision that I made was the decision that was necessary in that moment. And because I made that decision in that moment, it allowed me to grow. And me growing should be okay because it means when I get back to that thing, it would it would only be better, right? So for instance, Marcus is having a festival in Barbados and he called us for a booking. Massive show. However, there was another festival in Bahrain and it would have allowed me to be exposed to a new set of people, a new audience, and it would have allowed us to make connections and network with people on that side of the world so that we could later then form a tour. If I double back to you next year, I'd be like, yo, you still doing our festival? After I went to, and I did a whole bunch of shows and I now have my fan base that's massive and I'm now an even bigger brand, and is it, is it not better for you, to, get you. to be to put me on the cast still? 
And I never feel like I'm too big to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, we always double back. Like, we do good business. So I always double back and be like, hey, you reached out last year. I have this date free. You still doing it? Like, no. You remember all the people that you say no to just in case, like... Michelle has that. Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle knows. It's not, it's not necessarily my job. We do discuss most of them, but, I mean, she kind of just knows um, what to take and what not to take. And similar as business question, but, like, so you're a, you're a Bayesian born and bred, and obviously you will have your um, friends and family and acquaintances don't hear that. One puffy at them chingdig or whatever. Do you have um the barbecue? Yeah. <laughs> barbecue one puffy at the shop plane. <laughs> <laughs> is there but on a serious note, is there like a, a way that your brand navigates um smaller jobs? Um is there a way that the brand navigates smaller jobs? How do I say this? I, I just assume at your stage, some some jobs are too small. I want to tell you what I think it is, but man, he's done. <laughs> you are disgusting. <laughs> filthy, filthy, filthy. But um, I think, luckily, I feel like most of the time. I'm just booked elsewhere. I just lucky. I just lucky not to be like. I love that. I love that. Nah, I can't do that. I just. I'm not gonna be here. That's such a clean excuse. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I just sorry. I'm not gonna be here. But it's true though. It's true. If if I were if I were Puffy's brand strategist. I would always have a quarter of the amount of local events that he does in a year so that he doesn't piss off his core fan base. Nah, right, yeah. And, and, and so that it all doesn't seem as though he has lost touch with his roots. Because my follow-up question was to be, how do you combat that? <laughs> yeah, right. so... I will never... And this is something that Matthew has drilled. We've, we've thought about this a few times because there were some opportunities mm. that... I wanted to take. Mm-hmm. However, while I make depot, I don't miss crop over. Okay. I mean, you got. Uh, I might leave for two days. Okay. Okay. But I'm um, I'm here. Furthermore, in my opinion, I recognize, opinion, that. Opinion, I recognize yeah. that too. I recognize that. Be, crop over choose it. Is it choose it before? Is it choose it before? That yeah. is your that's yeah. your day though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> First of all, let me come out and say this on national YouTube engine. Right. Nobody wasn't doing Tuesday before we decided to do Tuesday. Okay, no. Puffy, that's okay, no. your okay, no. day. Sorry, okay. I was going to say something, but I can't say it no more. What you was going to say? What you was going to say? No, no, I mean, that. Just crazy. All right, I was going to say it. I was going to say it, and this is how I felt about it on that day. Totally things cool. There were a couple of events. Uh-huh. I, went to, I went to two. Let me just say, for the second month, I went to two. And I thought Hypes was a very good international event. That was a Barbados summer climax right there. Mm. Because it was something everybody can enjoy. Correct. And again... That's what it is. And again, I'm going to just be real. I'm going to just be honest. I felt like my kids' reunion was an amazing soccer event. 100%. For a Tuesday. Yes. 100%. So I just think... Like, Shout out to Mikey. 
for a Tuesday, that is, those are, a Tuesday crop over, those are very two different events mm-hmm. that everybody can live. But, 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 what side you on, this, nigga? Right? No, that's, no, but that's, that's 100% that's, accurate. I, I but look everyone at this. can live on that day. Height, heights, I don't think Heights and Mikey's thing can, can compete with yeah. each They're other. not, two they, different they talk and cheese, dog. Yeah, it's, it's two different yeah, it's things. Just, and I, I've always been very sure or, or, I've, I've kind of always tried to emphasize what that or what this party is. Mm. You know, there are so many tourists in the I country. Know, oh, whoa. Wait, wait. Sorry, no, no I, I, just, I just remembered something. I, wasn't, I didn't want to cut you off. That mm. was just a genuinely gasp. Mm. It wasn't a gasp, but whatever. Wait, people complained. And they found it you so can't interesting. Complain. People complain. in the advertising. People complained that there wasn't enough soca hype. And I was like, are you mad? You went to hype, dog. <laughs> but it's in the advertising. It is. We play everything. But do you think about people saying, though, that because it's like the crop over festival, it's kind of a slap in the face yeah. for you to kind of like try to appeal to everybody. What do you think of people saying that? How is it a slap in the face to appeal to everybody? It's the same when thing. When everybody comes into there. the country. Everyone is but, there. But it's, the same, it's the same thing as like, it's the same thing as like, you know, people um, have issues when other, when radio stations play other um, right. genres. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, why are, you play, why are you playing other genres at an event that is right at the peak of the Crop Over Festival? I think that's what people have said. So, so, so the supermarkets should only sell orange juice? <laughs> Um, Dang this man, let me not do that, man. I get you, I get you. The supermarket should only sell orange juice. But can you wait until my after? Stomach, my stomach orange juice. <laughs> okay, so my question would be: What if somebody said? What if somebody? What if somebody said then that you are taking advantage of the season when tourists are coming as a business move to to have your event that is not really in keeping? with what the season should be about. What if, what if somebody said that, what would you say? First of all, as somebody who considers themselves a cultural ambassador, right? I strive to be an example or to show the world how talented and how great our DJs and musicians are. Mm-hmm. It would not be in my character to have a party that puts these DJs and musicians on a platform for more people than usual that doesn't allow them to express themselves holistically and creatively. That's not my brand. And that's not why I stand for. Mm-hmm. I got here by doing this. So why I can't do any I can't do sign outs at my own thing. I would respect everybody else's thing. I'm not gonna go and play a protocol at Brewster's Road. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's funny to imagine. But this is my party. Right. And this is what my, my party is. And the people that come to this are coming with an open mind. They're coming to see and experience how creative DJs are and how good they are at navigating or allowing people to have a good time. And the floor is theirs. That's what the brand is. If you like orange juice, (laughs) come and drink some. 
If you don't want orange juice, they got apple juice cross your road, man. I have always felt that the all playing a hundred percent soccer kind of cuts off all the people who may need to be kind of like um you need to kind of package the soccer in a way that there are other genres that they like, but then when mm. you ease in the soccer, they would then become soccer lovers in that kind of way. Nobody, I don't think that, I think there are a lot of people that are not 100% soccer lovers I all have the time. Another argument. I have another argument, and, and I know somebody would say, oh yeah, he's a cultural ambassador, and soccer is we culture. Why Rihanna don't sing soccer then? Oh boy, wow, you went there. My, um, and this isn't even an argument, it's just like pretty much. Rihanna's not a soccer Sorry. artist. Mm. So why can't I play if we yeah, fall in love at my not, party? Yeah, but she's also not performing at a soccer festival. She's also not the epitome of Bajan culture. She but isn't, I, but I she's not. She 100% isn't, so, no, so she's not. I don't know if I want to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> I, I don't look at, I, I think it's fair to say, I don't I don't look at Robin Fenty and think that is Mother Sally uh, reincarnate. Right. I can't, no, but, yeah, but here's my... But, but still, not you could... Rep, so, but you could... But my, my point is, you could represent the country and not do that. No, I, I, I get you, Puffy, and I, I get you, and I think they understand 100%. I just, I'm just, I'm focusing on the, the Rihanna um, example. I think, I think if I brought somebody else, I might have given it more fair No, game. I actually saw another Rihanna example. I, I, I Honestly, one thing that, so, one thing that bothers me, like, deeply, is the fact that a lot of, that, that philosophical approach to what we do in our culture Boxes us in, in yeah. to doing the same, like, like very, like, quintessential Barbadian things, as opposed to expanding. What do I say when somebody like Chian, um, who does not necessarily 100%. sing soca all the time, right. she's the best singer on the island to me right now? Why would, would I really tell her that she cannot be a cultural ambassador because she's singing something different? Right. She's she's yeah, singing she's singing a genre right. she's right. singing a genre that doesn't come from Barbados, but better than all them other people that are from that place. Crazy. Right. So are you saying that you're gonna clip her wings for real? But that's no. the same. That's the same thing as 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 hype. No, at the end of the day, not everybody likes a hundred percent soccer at an event. Right. But also the re- the fact of the matter is is that a part of our culture is one of the greatest DJs in the world currently is a Beijing, and this is his event. Why can't that be Beijing enough? Why not? Why can't he define something for himself? And the mm. fact that that does not happen, the fact that we have to hold people to the same standard of you must be doing this 100% soca something. If not, it is an indictment to our culture. It's foolish. I think that's garbage. You know, that's like, foolishness. And I don't know why you are still in Barbados. You should have relocated because <laughs> I understand. This is... Uh, no, 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 no,
even though and I I did mention I don't think Rihanna is the quintessential Bajan, etc. I still think it's extremely foolish what we do during the summertime. The summertime in the island where like people like coming in because like they're coming and enjoy a Caribbean experience, 100%, right? Bro. It's crazy that we limit that to only Trinidadian and Bajan music. No. And sometimes only Bajan music. No. It's silly also that Come we know tell you we know it's still in our car, in our Bajan minds that Soca music it is June, July, August. So as Soca play now in February, people are like, "Oh, why are you playing Soca? Why are you playing some Soca? Playing Soca in April? That's 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 a blasphemy because of reggae festival." Stupid me. You find in Barbados when I go when I go out the few times that I'm at home. I find that real soca is still playing and people like a lot of soca. One month but, party. One month. I, I can't, I mean. I think that's important. I, it's probably also the type of parties that I went to. Probably be. Yeah. Um, Allow me to play devil's advocate for a little bit. Do you retain dog? Let's go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's play the whole of it. I go, I go, I go. You know, you cited one of my artists and so on. Yes. So you, know, you know where I stand on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is but let me play devil's advocate for a little bit. Uh, what about the argument that we are diluting our culture? Um, and if we were to use, say, an example like a Jamaica, um, where they have festivals, you know, these sting and, and different things that are, are cultural things on the landscape mm-hmm. for Jamaica, and it has branded Jamaica. And Jamaica, in terms of musical culture and so on, you know, has been, excuse me, imperial is not the best word to use considering speaking about Jamaica, but it's an imperial culture because it's exported, you know, people mm-hmm. are, yeah. Jamaica is known internationally because of a very, very strong cultural export. So what about people saying, well, okay, but Jamaicans don't do anything differently and whatnot, you don't, they play another thing, you know, it can be reggae, it can be a dance, all kind of vibe, and they're exporting that well, almost what? like a hundred percent. So what is Barbados export? Right, so, so that's, so this is the question. So, how about the people, maybe the hardliners, the traditionalists, and so on, say, well, look, um, the problem with us is that we don't have a strong culture, and because we are so quick to dilute our culture, we have a diminished um, cultural experience for people to really say, well, look, it's, it's, it's harder to brand Barbados because we have been, you know, say, well, we can do a little bit of this and we can do a little bit of that, right? What do you say to the people who... Who, who cite that as an example? Let me zip my mouth and then don't let me want to talk because I just I, it's I forcing want... it. It's forcing that paradigm, forcing that culture export. So let me solution? ask this before you before you answer. One, uh-huh. is there validity to 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 that thought? Which thought? As in that like, I just presented. I you, the example you brought was major in my opinion. I feel like um, it's only recently that Jamaicans started to adopt. Um, other genres f- furthermore like I think Bonte Killer was quoted the other day uh, complaining about soca in Jamaica <laughs> um, I mean you could argue Bonte Killer is an old head but the it, it does stand out from Bob Marley down like Jamaica had a reggae dance hall export I, I've never heard of anything else coming out of Jamaica I mean you will hear about more and more genre come out of Barbados more and more genre come out of other right. countries so I do think there's validity to your um, example for sure. Mm-hmm. But then like, I just feel like it's not always an apples to apples comparison. So like, what work there doesn't necessarily have to work with other countries. I believe that that makes sense if you have a scarcity mindset and not one of abundance. That's, that's my personal opinion. 
if you believe that you cannot do both, like you can have a very rich, concentrated um, part of our culture that's exported, as well as have something that can appeal to people that would get a wider audience that may not be interested in that. Uh, if you have that mentality that that cannot happen, that is a scarcity mindset, not one of them. Do you think that we have both? I'm sorry, both the... Um... What I'm saying is you can have the hyped events and you can also have the 100% soccer events without diluting the 100% right. soccer events. The fact that people do not... So, for example, Shansia is waving the flag high, right? But she is partnering and putting herself, aligning herself with a lot of people outside Skilly of too. thing. If you look at people like Skilly, Skilly, Skilly look at Pop Can. Look at Pop Can is the perfect example. Pop Can is both of those things in one, you know? That's the one right there. Both of those things in one, you know? That's the one right there. So, I mean, if aligning yourself with OVO and at the same time still doing his own things, big man. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a way of doing it. Coffee. I mean, people just have a way of doing it. And the fact that we always limit and clip the wings of the people who are the artists in Barbados to only do this one thing, especially soccer artists. I feel very, I feel, I feel very strongly about that. I feel it's like really interesting it's because this this has been so this has been rooted so deeply into the artists that I feel like some of the artists have issues. Even trying to express themselves in other ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's some artists that can't sing anything other than soca. And it's just like when you send it to them, be like, yo, I could hear you on yeah. this. They can't see it's the vision. Fact. It's a fact. Because it's not what they're used to. I've I've experienced it. Yeah. And everybody running into a saturated market. It's Everybody's crazy. It's the same way. The same you way, know, Because it's this, 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 this mold you got to go on this conveyor belt. And <laughs> all it takes is for Chian to make a TikTok on somebody else's beat that and it blows up. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, right here, and it blows up. Said, all it takes is for her to make a, a TikTok on your she beat. She going, <laughs> that can also happen. <laughs> she going to remix somebody's TikTok <laughs> and it goes viral. And they actually make it a song, and then she goes on tour with somebody, somebody halfway across the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and no, then I what? And then everybody from Barbados is gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." Put case in point. Suddenly, case, no. case in point. Case in point. Right, uh, Amanda Reefer. Yo, yeah. is she a cultural ambassador? Yes or no? Based on the fact that she was on a the the biggest album of the year, I think. She got nominated for a sure. Grammy this year. She got nominated year. for a Grammy. Yeah. Is that do we do we count Who's that or not? About that? We have to make a decision. How many people are talking about that? We have to make a choice. We have to make a choice. Are we are we happy? Are we embracing Bajans in all of their different elements and facets and genres, etc.? Or are we gung ho on this is the traditionalist view and we ain't changing from it? That's just weird. And that is why before you ask, mm. we have been through a lot. As artists, as creatives. That is a fact. And I would be the wrongest body to learn as much as I've learned, reach as far as I've reached, to not try to provide an environment mm. for people, not just to learn, but to connect bridge the gaps and make it easier. Okay. This sounds like Puffy Scratch Academy. So, 
Uh-huh. We'll it, is saying, we'll it, it is happening. What we are not saying here. For a slow price of 29 dollars It is happening. Oh my God. That is so funny. That is so funny. This is a big moment. We are working on it. And I'm just saying that I will not leave this space that I'm in. Yes, sir. And not give something back yes, to sir. us. Okay. I love that, bro. Okay. I find that there's a very strong element, and this is totally outside of money, as in your just philosophy of that. I think is like, do you feel, I feel like you have a, you feel like you have a social responsibility to Barbados to some degree, mm-hmm. which is the reason why you haven't left. And also, you understand I mean, you what you... You two places. I don't know, I he ain't left. <laughs> well, I mean, haven't <laughs> left. You're stationed here, right? I can't answer that. Well, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're, JK, JK, JK. okay. But okay, from my understanding, you're stationed here, right? My address is here. Right. Your yeah, address is right. here. <laughs> the mail is getting Right. I, I feel as though with that and the fact that you always come back for crop over, I feel yeah. like you have you feel like you have an obligation, yeah. a moral obligation. Forget money, forget business, forget all that. Yeah. You have a moral obligation to always give back. I've always felt that way. Yeah. And, and um so yeah. Like in, in in like you could give back in many ways, you know what I mean? Like we've we've worked so hard and we've also we've developed a platform. So if I put Barbados on my platform, that's also that's giving back. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna be like, like there were so many people that were like, "Yo, I was thinking of coming to Barbados. You're there. Can you recommend some place to stay? Can you recommend places to eat?" I'm. I do this all the time. I be talking to random strangers on the internet all the time. I don't have to respond. I know that. And sometimes it gets a little tricky because then people feel like there's your friend and right, Tay and then they want to meet up and it's like, whoa. But security internet, sir. But you know, I, I don't have a problem as if I if I share my country and my culture on my platform and somebody want, is interested in in experiencing that because I've shared it. Then by all means, I can facilitate that, and that in itself is giving back. But you do, but but you do feel like you have a certain um, purpose that is specific to Barbados outside of, like, because I feel like if you were somewhere else, something tells me that if you had to, to like fully relocate, that you would probably make more money. And the fact that you're here, you may be shaving off a bit off the top of the bottom, I guess, the bottom line. But at the same time, you are fulfilling your duty as a Bajan. In terms of the first part of the question, we'll see how that goes after this year. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. We give thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We give, we'll see how that yeah. goes after this year. But I don't think, I I don't think um, I've been told this before. But when you do the math, when I did the math at the time. It, everything was fine. Okay. okay. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And nothing before it's time still. Mm-hmm. Nothing before it's time. You can't rush your breath still. Yeah. I believe when when it's time for that to come, then that will come. Um, softball question. You see his recommend food places to people. We recommend. It's not sponsored, right? Um, no. Uh I like Mojo's. I like Cocktail Kitchen is my favorite restaurant. Yeah. 
They got cut tickets in for Their food is so good. Yeah, yeah. They branch specifically on a Sunday. You haven't had it, but well, no. Oh my goodness gracious me! Shout to Damien. Yep. You're not paying for this, which is crazy to me. You know the endorsement from everyone in the room. Karma just opened. Karma, big up Karma. Karma is incredible. That's a great spot. Great lightning spot. So, so good. So good. Furthermore, I posted the food from Karma last week. My friend, my friend messaged me and was like, is this food real? What? I was like, fam, like, Come on, bro. Yeah. Like, you know. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, karma's very, very good. Oh. I go to Oysters all the time. I am on the favorite Oysters the place. Got too much. But... Shakers is yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Shakers yeah. is dope. Um, where else do I like to eat a lot? Um, let me see. Up oh, this side, I don't really come up this side. Yeah, but these questions, man. These questions, man. Yeah, these questions, man. Yeah, these questions, man. A good segue also into social media. There was a tr- there was a time when you decided two times, um, two different relationships where you decided to make it public on your social media, right? And uh, my question is, at what point in time did you realize that that was a bad decision that you made? <laughs> <laughs> because Bajans are the best storytellers in the Caribbean. I just want to know how do you feel about that? And looking back on on merging your personal with your with your I guess your business um, on your business your, your brand perception etc. When you made that, how did that impact you personally? Anyway, Matthew and Suan definitely go watch this back after. <laughs> um, Can you repeat the question? My, no, my question. My question is: Well, I, I, I made an assumption that um, making that making your relationship public may have also impacted you personally, um, with you know the onslaught of people just making up things, rumors, etc. And that could have been a detriment to relationship. That's what I have assumed. Mm. But I just wanted to know how, how did that impact you, knowing that your brand is so big and you made, you kind of integrated the two. Um. Social media is a is a really interesting thing, you know, and especially when you're really young and excited, you want to share things with everybody. Um, it's kind of important, especially because our society is so small and the country itself is so small. As you grow older, you learn that not everything is for everywhere and for everybody. And while both everybody might mean well, there are just some instances that things can really get lost along the way and, and get kind of mixed up and messed up. Um, I'm being very safe here. Mm, if you could tell. Yeah. And I want you to just know, right, that I'm only asking about 
how the public, which, what we know about the relationship, which is that it was on your social media right. and how the public would have right. impacted so, it. I don't want to know the integral, the course, inside. I, right, I, right, I don't right, think right. I would. Right, sure right, 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 right. But I just oh, want I you to know that for all, sure. I don't speak oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, in terms of how that impacted, in ter- having such a big brand and a big following. But, but yeah, I mean, there are people that do it, that make it work and it's incredible and kudos to them. Um, I just rather play it safe now. Yes. Okay. I just rather play it safe. That that I mean that calls for a lot of communication, a lot of understanding, a lot of trust, you know, a lot of discipline. Um, and especially when you put things out there, people really want kindness. Like when you put something in somebody's face, mm-hmm. they're almost like, oh, well, let's poke it and see. That is so true. That's such a good analogy. So she don't post your arm online. Let's poke it and see. <laughs> they had a time, right? The reason why I asked this question, they had a time, right? But if you, but sorry, before you mm. go into that, all the site is all the mine, right? Yes. Yeah, for real. Yes. So if you don't want people to have something to say, just don't give them something to say. There was, there was a time that I was talking to somebody. And they mentioned when, you know, the relationship was public and whatever back back in the day when it was going on and stuff. Um, and they start telling me like a whole bunch of stories about what's happening between um, you and then the other person, et cetera. And they're going down in detail. And I'm like, crazy. I'm like, but how do you know this stuff? Are you in it? How do you know this stuff? She said, a gut feeling. Oh my oh God. No. Oh no. Insane, bro. Insane. Oh, no. Insane. I said, have you ever met Puffy? She said, no. I said, well, do you know the other person? She said, not really. So then how do you know? Yeah. She said, well, the way they post it, I just feel like, Mm-mm. you gotta give me a whole bunch of things, big man. Yeah. I mean, you... Freshy stomach. Freshy you know, stomach, you know. <laughs> when it comes to relationships too, like, as you... as yeah, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's personal, right? I'm... Andre is in a relationship with somebody, not Puffy. Right. Because mm. Puffy's a brand. You understand. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to something like that, I don't want something that's in Andre's space to be in Puffy's space. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just what it is. Because my relationship makes me feel like Andre. And I want it to be that is home. That is a home. So that does not belong over there. That belongs here. Okay. But you know that people feel when you post stuff on. But so, that's 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 with experience and maturity, right. you know. But it's kind of interesting the way that the way people perceive um, the content that you give them, they almost feel as though they're a part of your journey. Yeah, with they oh, like mean, they yes, have ownership they on. Like they kind of they kind of know are entitled to certain things like yeah. information. Is it's obligatory now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're not entitled because don't forget what you get is what I choose to give you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But they think that's everything. You know, yeah, this, well I, to me. And this Social media is yeah. not real life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> people don't understand that though. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, don't understand that. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Ruining a lot of relationships. Oh, but they don't post each other so they can't be. Exactly. And Come then, on, and then it starts That's... to creep into relationships too. Like, yeah. oh well, when you but you don't post, post this or that yeah. because they want it's to a... keep us. But just us. but study your head, bro. God, it's a post, bro. How like how do you how do you how do you judge and and 
this has this this has nothing to do with how proud I am to be with you. I'm the I'm the proudest man in the world. When I stand next to you, I feel amazing. When I talk to you or the impact that you have on me, it's incredible and it makes me feel like the man I am. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to equate the value of our relationship to something a square on dog. this? Yep. A square. Yeah. yeah. A square. Our relationship is so much bigger than this. This this cannot if this shuts down tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Relationship so still there, dog. Yeah. I still gonna lie down next to you. They you still gonna make me feel the same way. We've, we've, we've I made, still gonna love you. We've made it part of you know validation. It's crazy. Yeah, to it's, not. It's, so, it's not. It's not because so guess weird. what? It's Relationships so were wild. here before that, and it gonna be here after, after. that. And what, what's killing me is the forcing of it. Like you, you gotta do all of this for a post. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not coming down or saying that if you post a relationship, you're doing. No, I mean, yeah. no, no, go long, go long, yeah, you go I know you're a girl. I yeah. know, but, the, I know, somebody gonna screenshot this and they gonna cut up to a certain point. Oh, you're a worst slander. And then the whole place, the the quote tweets gonna be crazy. Right. But to each his own. Right. And I'm just saying, what happens? And the phone does not define right. what it is we fundamentally build with our essence. Yeah, speaking truth. I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, in terms of in terms of your social media branding in general, there is an argument that we have too. <laughs> We're doing a lot of debates today. We had a we had a debate. I, was it on I hear here? For it though, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I hear for all. I of hear it. for all I, of I, it though. We have a debate. This and, is exciting. Yeah. So 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 okay. So now we're getting into your approach to like strategic marketing and online marketing and stuff, right? You have been. I think you have been on the most platforms, consistently posting. I think this, and I'm talking about. I'm talking about Puffy, seven or eight years ago when it was like say like from SoundCloud, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, sure. YouTube. Um, vlogs, mixes, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of things, right? And I had a conversation with somebody um, about is there such a thing as posting too much? Or is the information overload so much on the internet generally that the threshold for actually getting attention has increased, which means that you have to always keep posting? And because there's so much information on the internet, there's no like limit to how much you post. So this is this is kind of like we're now segueing into your approach to your social media strategy. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about that, first of all? Um, I can speak on myself. Um, I just try to simplify it and just always be very intentional with what I'm sharing. If I don't have anything to share, then I'm just not going to share anything. You know, um, so for instance, if I'm sitting down at home and I feel as though I haven't been on social media for a long time and I go to post a selfie, I ask myself, what am I trying to achieve <laughs> by posting this? Mm-hmm. And then what happens? You get kind of introspective and then you're like, okay, well, yo, I probably want attention. So then what? I'm feeding my ego. Is that necessary? No, don't post it. 
Mm, I love that. Right? Interesting. That's interesting. That this internal check. Yeah. yeah. Every self awareness is you 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 gotta be on it, man. Like self awareness is so important when it comes to these things. And yeah, as a as a brand, you might feel like you missing out. But once every time you show up, what you give is of good value. You're I I believe that you're okay. How do you do the opposite of that though? Like um, you said like you might just be feeding your ego. What if like you just genuinely haven't posted in a while and you have things to share? How do you determine what is worth a share on on social media? Um, how do I determine what is worth a share on social media? What is my objective? Mm. What am I trying to show people? How do I want myself to be seen? What um I work what what am I working on that I might feel like I may need somebody to collaborate with, with me on. Therefore, I need to start doing something to make myself appear to be the perfect person in the perfect place at the perfect time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, So I, I might not be super good at it, but I might want to get into a specific field or I might want to diversify in my brand. So I might start sharing things. That will kind of lean into uh, a certain field. A certain field. Hmm. You, you, hmm. you see it. So I've been doing some market research, and there's a few that I really want to get into. And this is real life. There's a few that I really want to get into. Therefore, I've been getting my feet wet and making hmm. content like that. This fashion? Yeah, I've always been into fashion, but in a different way. Hmm. Interesting. Am I making on shoes? Not yet. Okay, that I I find that interesting. So, and I in my in my mind, you post every day, correct? Today was the first time I posted in two or three days. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, it feels that way. It was like two days ago. Yeah. Okay, but it's okay. But every time you but do it that, it feels that way because every time I share, it's intention. Every time I share something, you actually pay attention. If I was on your timeline every day with frivolous. Foolishness. Yeah. Man, yeah. You would just scroll past? Right. Also, That's probably the way You won't pay attention. You got to study also the markets, the way the algorithm feeding it to you. 100%. It knows that you're into Puffy, so it's going yes. to show you yeah. Puffy whenever you post. If you, you interact, you're right. if you engage, yes, you're right. it's going to be like, oh, this guy likes Puffy. Let's show him Puffy every time. Ah, okay. okay. Not necessarily exactly. posting every day. And that's it's... also a way that I shape my environment. Okay. So, so when I scroll, what the things I interact with is either I know you or I want to see more of this. I try to be... That's so real, V. Yeah. So you intentionally unfollow a lot of things because... I don't, you don't have to unfollow people because, I mean, again, sometimes people take the social media thing real serious. Yeah. Right. So you kind of just got to be mindful of that and yeah. you don't have to unfollow somebody. You can mute them. If you don't want to do that, just don't interact with their shit. Don't yeah. interact with it. Don't, like, it's very difficult. And the just algorithm is not going to send that to you. So your algorithm has in, uh, basically a lot of stuff that kind of uh, assists with your journey in some way. My, Most of the time. My, what I engage with is what where I want my mind to be. I shape my environment on social media as well. Yeah, say it too. I, I only engage with shit that I want to see. Okay, would you say is that formulate for you in that? All right. Are you it wasn't always that way. No. Oh, okay. That's what it's, it wanted. Nah, it wasn't always that way. So the experience has kind of 
reinforce that yeah. way of thinking. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. Because uh, when it was in chronological order, it was just a free fall. It was a free fall. It was like, oh, this is what's happening now? Okay, cool. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Instagram specifically is no longer that, yeah. right? It's right. curated content. I before, that mentality for sure because like sometimes you might open Instagram to do something. It happened today. You might open Instagram to like just search for something for, for some purpose, but then the very first post it's just something so distracting mm. that you no longer remember your goal. That mm-hmm. you open Instagram for this and purpose. I got and... ADHD, bro. So let me tell you, like, that's a real small window for me. That's yeah. a real small window like, for quit, me. So I you have know. to be very, <laughs> very in tune. And yeah. I mean, I, I aimlessly scroll. Right. I aimlessly scroll. But I'll guarantee that even if I'm aimlessly scrolling, seven out of ten times, I took in something that fed my mind in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You take... Just to um, hit on that there, do you think your ADHD helps you in focusing your approach and your marketing based on, okay, you this is something that you struggle with or it's something that's part of your um, your um, daily experience? Do um, you think that helps you in terms of focusing content for people like you and people who have short attention spans? Um, so is it your superpower? It, I, that's a good That's a good approach. That's interesting. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Nah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's is, cool. Is it something you could control me? But as like so as a creative, you gotta play two sides of the fence, right? Because sometimes you make something real cool, mm-hmm. but it don't get to the meat of the thing till like later down. Exactly. Yeah. Right? As a creative, you're like, well, yeah, this is great. So people are gonna right. watch it. But the average Joe is gonna watch three seconds and just be like, Whatever. Right. So you kind of still go play too. You yeah. got to be mindful of that, yeah, right? Around, yeah. uh-huh. You got to be mindful of that. Like, there's so many remixes that I made that were had cool bits in the intro that I had to kind of be like, shit, I can't, I can't post that from there because people won't hear exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. Like, people have to recognize exactly what it is in the first couple of seconds, one and a half, two, three seconds, mm. depending on the platform. So do you have do you have a social media manager or is it mostly you? Mostly me. So it's always been you, even the vlogs and everything. Have, that's all been you. Uh, well, James, shout out to James. Shout out to James. 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 Amazing. The greatest. The goat. Incredible. Finally, James. I'm so chill. Yeah. Always. That's so who yeah, he yeah. is, man. That's, that's who he is. That's who he is. Such a good guy. A Again, I, I mean, I say this about everybody, but you gotta surround yourself with good people, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, James. Um, came on board. James used, James and Virus, they used to listen to me yeah, every early, day. Early, 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 early. And um, I saw James on Facebook. I saw he was into photography. I used to idolize DJ Camillo from New York. And he had this person that used to follow him on, take pictures and shit like that. I was like, I won't do that. I pulled James. And what? Million years later, yeah. <laughs> best friends, <laughs> best friends. Um, but yeah, man. Um, James, James used to edit all my videos and stuff like that. And then I started getting into video editing myself, and now I just edit all my shit. Um, James helps me out as well because he could do a lot of things better than I can too. Um, but. Yeah, Matthew's also into editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. heavy, heavy boy. Heavy, heavy, heavy. I might need a bathroom break. Oh, oh yeah, you need one, though? Sam? <laughs> <laughs> the longest one. We're going to take, take a break. Come back now.
generally about your because with all this success takes a lot of time right and this is generally with your relationships in general not not only intimate partnerships but I mean friendships yeah. family how do you manage like still feeding the, them whilst and, and feeding them I mean emotionally giving them time resources anything that they need it just being there at, at Chris, on Christmas day that kind of thing how do you still manage that knowing that you are all over the place um well, first of all, let me not take anything away from them because the people in my life, again, are so understanding and so accommodating, you know? Um, I miss a lot. I miss a lot, but I try to be there when I can. And they they kind of just rock with it, man. Like, they're kind of just like, oh, right, yeah, you, you're it. here today. We can make the most of it, you know? Like, a lot of my friends, wow. virus especially... It's be like, yo, Imani Island, we got sit on, drink a thing. You know what I mean? I mean, Brenton, not here no more right now. But um, I I go to, well, I probably can't say this because he probably doesn't want me to talk about where he lives right now. But, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. You get, we go there, though. Right. We'll probably just move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I feel like all my friends and, um, and my family, they're just really accommodating and mm -hmm. they want the best for me, and if the best means that I have to be absent, then so be it. And then when I'm present, they make the most of it. Yeah. Okay. That's all it is. But do you, so? But do you ever take time like in your schedule to prioritize? Well, I don't know. Whether it be like my, you know, mom's birthday is this day, so I have I to do this on this day. Yo, yeah. they get to my mom straight through. My mother does not care, bro. <laughs> she is just like, my birthday is another day. If you go to work, go to work. Say. Say. Yep. Kind of oh, man. Yeah, she's cool, <laughs> man. Like, she's cool. But when I home, like, we were lame. Like, we have, if I go and run errands, like, I'd be like, yo, you lame with me today? Mm -hmm. And she would just tag mm -hmm. along in the car. And... You used to feature a lot more on your, on your socials. socials. Yeah, yeah, but again, home is home. Right? I get it. Yeah, yeah, right, right, so right, right. Got, no, I appreciate you separation. Separate, but let me right. ask you this, bro. You ever get, like, uh, I mean, on your road, like, often. Uh, how does that affect you emotionally being on your own, especially for extended periods of time? It is very difficult. 
very, very difficult. And um, I feel like I've said this so many times and I just said it and I can say it again. It's, it's when, when we have, or, or when I have those things that I attach to home and self and Andre, Andre is personal. When you're out there for so long, mm -hmm. it is so easy to only become brand. Mm. Which is why I hold on or I hold so tightly to everything that's personal. And it is why I now keep those things and I don't allow it to bleed over. Because when you out there, it's so easy to just do that because that's all you're doing. Can you explain you're that? Plugged in Can you explain that a bit more of like kind of like like you I guess feel kind of like kind of I'm assuming like disconnected with Andre and more connected with the brand all the time. What does that feel like? Like I guess when you come home from doing the set, you in the hotel room, it's just you. Now you have to be Andre. Like how does that feel? Yeah, so sometimes when I go in the hotel room, like I, if I don't like call somebody or I don't have a conversation with one of my friends to bring me back to earth. I just never come back. Like I'm just, I go to sleep and I'm puffy still. Wow. <laughs> you are grounded. Yeah. Mm. So my friends and everything that I hold close to home, that's my ground. You know, you always go ground turntables. <laughs> yeah. That's the ground. Um, Sometimes, I mean, there is, there's a time and place for everything, right? So when you're on your road, it's fine. You do that. You got interviews. You're a brand. You got to have dinner with your promoter. You're a brand. You're traveling. You're thinking about the show. So you're still a brand. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, the schedule is always on your mind. There's always a time to be somewhere. Right. You know? Um that is all associated with brand. And if when that is your life, and you kind of just run in the hamster wheel, you you need, it's so important to have things to bring you back home. So have, them FaceTime calls, them group chats, all of them things. Have have there been times um that you felt like, yo, this shit ain't worth it? Yo, look, fuck this shit. I've had breakdowns on tour. I've had... <laughs> Matthew sent me a, a, a real uh, video the other day. With, you ever see that reel with, with a white dog? Is a white dog. And it's going... Doo -choo 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 -choo. When you on the verge of a mental breakdown and nobody can answer you. This is you. <laughs> can you explain that breakdown? Like what how, how did you feel? Um, um, what did you, what happened during the breakdown? It's, it's often triggered by a few things. It could be triggered by a not so good set. It could be triggered by alcohol. Uh it could be triggered by a bad interaction with somebody. Two or three or all three. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I I the first thing that I feel, I feel like I don't want to do it anymore. And then I feel like this is not this is not worth what it is. Mm. Kind of going going through the emotions right now. Um, 
and and then I always think like there's something better. Oh, I should have continued doing IT. I could have gone, but I should have gone back to school. You get those feelings. You ain't got the, sorry. Yeah. I I know. Sorry. Okay, that just shocked me because I, I assume you you have a degree. Right? I did. I never finished. Oh, I feel good. You know, I ain't not break this to you, but. <laughs> I feel good, you know. I I I may be okay. But you, good, but you, but but you still have those feelings. I, That's I've, so interesting, bro. Up to up to recently, wow. I've probably like last year. Wow. Okay. And so, and this is actually. But one, this is mm. this is. I mean, is a is a human thing, right? And I I mean, I had this conversation with myself up to yesterday because I mean, I mean, I had a had. Something I had well, I was dealing with something difficult that was difficult yesterday and I was like um I was like man this shit really ain't worth it bro and then I had to snap out of it and you you kinda gotta be like you are not your thoughts. You gotta tell yourself that Man, that is such a that is that is it. You it. are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. I am cause your brain does what it wants. Does what it wants. It's no, so that's funny. Not me. And I and there's so one gotta separate. That, you gotta remember why. Exactly. You know, I got you know, I I I love this. This is something that I absolutely love. Then I remember my family. You know, and I, I, does that like build pressure though? Like you just feel like you have to do this because of the same reasons you just mentioned? Um before, yes. No, no. Because I know that the people that I think of when I do this, they don't want that pressure on me. So. That's clean. I don't put that on myself. That's clean. That's so clean, though. I find it very interesting. I think many people would, just because we all, we've been seeing Puffy for the last, like, what, 10 years? Um, to think that the Puffy that we see, like, coming off flights and, like, always smiling and thing, knowing that he gets sad, even as you say yeah, it, yeah, it's just bro. really, it's just, it's just new for Word. me. I get really sad, man. <laughs> um, yeah. How do you but, cope? If you don't, if you don't, if you don't mind, um, saying like, how do you cope with your um sadness, for lack of a better word? Um, I've I've been really into. Um, like biohacking recently, so just like un- understanding chemically mm. how I can make myself my best self. Mm-hmm. So understanding things like serotonin, dopamine, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. neurotransmitters, all kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. How do I make my brain better? I know alcohol probably isn't the best thing, mm, is, but I do but it in moderation. Move. Yeah, right. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> don't go harm on that no more. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. terrible. Exercise Yo. is important. Yeah. You know, shout out to my trainer. You know, I, I always make sure I, when I'm home, a day, you know, mm. when I'm overseas, if I could jump on Zoom or a FaceTime and he tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I need that because exercise makes me feel good. Eating healthy makes me feel good. You know, little things like 100% dark chocolate. Right. <laughs> 
But yeah. if you can, I, can you mean? Bite. Oh, 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 oh my bad. I thought you meant something else. But that too, though, that <laughs> makes you yeah, feel yeah, good yeah, too. Good. Anyway, bro, right. <laughs> but, yeah. Good sleep. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. Prioritizing rest. Mm-hmm. Understanding how rest works. So you sleep. You sleep. I don't fuck around my sleep no more, bro. You know, people think that you are like the grinding type, like hustle, like four hours of sleep. I grind and I go in, I go in. Is listen. It's not how long you spend on something, but it's how efficient you are in a certain amount right, of time. Yeah. So if I if I dedicate an hour to something, I could quality. do two days. Yeah. It's it's the quality of, of work, work that I'm doing. It is very deep work. Uh, it is very very deep work. Uh, is there well read, uh, sir? Uh, therapy as part of your regimen? I haven't been to therapy in a while, but I should go back. I should go back. Why? Um, I just I remember what it did for me when I was in a in a not so good place, and I think I'm in a good place now, so maybe it would still be good. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Um, I I I came out on the better end of the stick after I went through it. Um, and I I've always felt like. Obviously, if 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 I did it when I was in a bad place, I, I always tell myself there's always a part of me that say, "Well, yo, you're you're not but you're not that bad, so you don't need to go back, right?" But imagine shit, if you can if you keep yeah. at it, right? Then you don't go back to that place, probably. Wow. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, and I mean, I don't think that every therapy has to be. I don't think therapy has to be one way, you right. know. I so in, in my defense, no, I do have forms of therapy. Right. I call Matthew and I talk to him. That's, yeah, that's nice. I talk to my friends. There are people that I could bounce ideas off of. Yeah. As you know, I could talk to my dad. I could talk to my parents, my mom, yeah. my other mom, yeah. you know. Um, that's a form of therapy too. Just sitting down and, and <clears throat> expressing yourself and saying what it is yeah. you want to say without feeling judged. Right. Yes. That's it. Let me ask you this. Uh, and it kind of spoke, you know, similar conversation. Um, time management. Key. And life management. Um, you're a person who's constantly moving and constantly, you know, you know, have things going on. Um, your time management has to be impeccable. Bro, honestly. Um, Walk us through your routine, like a daily routine. Um, I don't believe it or not. I don't really have much of a routine, especially like when I'm on the road. It's just get where you need to be for the time that they give you. Honor that and, and keep it moving. But I could give you examples. Um, so for instance, I am I'm on tour in Asia. In Asia with Daijiro, my agent over there. Shout to Daijiro. Japanese and time, you don't fuck around. Mm. 12 o'clock is 11.53. Do you understand? That man's serious about respect and that's like, things. Like, for real, for different, real. Different for different real, for and real. It, and, and, and it makes me, like, I... I Kid you not, when I was in the studio and I had to be here for two, I was like, cheese on bread. I do a bear jump, freaking out. But I didn't want to speed up hand, mm-hmm. bear jump. Yeah. 
but I, I, every time I'm late, I feel like I'm, like I, I feel like I'm doing something bad to Daijiro. Oh, mm. <laughs> yeah, like, regardless of if Daijiro's involved, he's no, he doesn't have to be involved. He's like Daijiro is the mark. No, Daijiro is, is the <laughs> definition of punctuality. Mm. And if I'm not there, I fifty three. Daijiro was late, man. Yo, <laughs> I've learned so much from him. Like he doesn't like to take, um, like he doesn't like to take kudos from it, from it or for it. But just such such a good person, man. And and again, you go surround yourself with good people and. and I, I again. This is the second time I'm asking a question, uh, DJ Jason. But I found it interesting that you mentioned that um, you try to limit alcohol when DJing. So like, I assume it's difficult on the road to show after show after show after show. Like, how do you like monitor like your alcohol intake? So for let me answer the first question and then I'll I'll, I'll answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, typical day, wake up, breakfast. Daijiro and I, we don't miss breakfast. Mm. Staying in some decent hotels. We can't miss breakfast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah. Talk, talk, okay. talk, 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 talk. You in Bali. Yeah. You don't want me. Yeah, you in Little Shanti. Little Shanti's in Bali. Indonesia. Yeah. I mean, there are Shanti's. There are Shanti's, but he's not in there. If I rent, I'll be on. They got Shanti's in Bali, but let me tell you, the Shanti's in Bali different. Yeah. Okay. I'm in a beach and Shanti's. Yeah, but. And Governor Shanti. You don't want to miss breakfast because you know it's some good food. Okay. Right. Okay. And again, something that contributes positively. To your performance and your mental health. Good nutrition. Health. Good for nutrition, sure. good it's food, important. right? Yeah. Fruits, incredible. So we eat. I may, and don't forget, we're on the Asia tour here. I may have to do something with an embassy, get a visa first. Oh, right. So we may go to the embassy very early after breakfast. Then we might probably um, do some networking. So we might go to like a day club or a venue that, you know, he might want to meet the music director at or that's the latest pop in place that you know maybe I might want to play there so I might want to go Take just look around get familiar with it see what I have to do or where I need to be at mentally in order to play that 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 specific venue um, and then uh, we may have lunch or dinner with the promoter but in between that lunch or dinner time that daytime. Uh, after scoping the venues, we may either rest or I might do like laundry or something. Um, and then we have dinner either by ourselves or with the promoters. And then we would either go back to the hotel and I would take a nap before the show or we would stay at the venue. Because the venue, a lot of the times... There's a restaurant within mm, the venue. Right. Um, to accommodate you guys. Yeah, so we would just stay in the green room and hang out until this showtime. I like to be present at my shows at least an hour before to hear what's being played, to get marinated, to get acquainted with my environment, see what I need to, to do. do. Yeah, I don't ever show up just before and jump on. It's not good. I'm a, a, a diva, a diva antics. Nah. No. Nah. The fashion to be late. <laughs> <laughs> nah. He must only have pillows from this certain. <laughs> <laughs> I have been told by promoters 
that I am one of the easiest acts to deal with. And this ties in with your question Mm -hmm. when it comes to limiting alcohol. On tour, rarely, I don't drink 40%. I do not drink liquor on tour. Red wine is on my rider. Okay. Red wine. Say. Red wine. Why? Less alcohol percentage. I like it more. Um, it's cheaper. <laughs> that's not your that's not your cost at that point though. That's no. not your problem either. Right. No. <laughs> no. no. But it's more accommodating. Okay. That's like you know I can look at my writer and see six bottles of Moet or like crystal. Yeah. An entire cake. (laughs) (laughs) Green Skittles. (laughs) What do you say? What 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 red wine? What 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 was your preference? What kind of red wine? Pinot Noir. If you don't have Pinot Noir, Capsav is good. Ah, cool. Okay. But yeah, so promoters literally come to me and be like, yo, you're like one of the easiest people to deal with. I could be wrong, B. And like again, this is not this is not calling wine anyway. This is genuine. I could be wrong. I, I believe in 2016 I booked you for a bet. And I think your writer had a bottle of Hennessy. And it did. It did. It did. It did. I could ask a bottle of money though. That's all. That's, that's trailer error. That 2016 Puffy in 2023 Puffy. You I can only make these decisions after making nah. mistakes. Right, right, right. You know right, right. After knowing, okay, I can't be my best self <laughs> if I'm. <laughs> I can't be my best self if I'm three brandies in. Right, 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 right. You know, right, right. Some people might think that Yo. they need a little liquid encouragement to get it going. It might be a nerves thing. You don't believe that? Like you need it? No, sorry, I don't. I don't know that you were need, but you don't believe that that. Helps. I think that's lying How does it help? I don't know. Does it numb your brain? Why do you want to numb your brain? You know how powerful your brain is? Talk to heat. What are you bullying me? <laughs> <laughs> you understand? I, I, I'm not saying I'm not gonna sip a little sand before I right, go. Right, right. But we don't need you, it. I'm not going to feel loose. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, mm. boy. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. I'll drink a little bit now because it's saying all these fellas are yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's Sunday in Barbados. My last couple of days here, but I'm not going to allow myself to chug the whole drink and then I can't I got you. Yeah. be present. But still, when look at how alcohol affects your brain and study what it is you're actually doing when you're DJing. Mm-hmm. How many songs do you play on average? In an hour. Enough. 60 to 100, right? Easily. Cool. That's 100 decisions that you've made in 60 minutes. Why are you going to put something in your way of those 100 Mm. decisions? You understand? Mm -hmm. And like, I know knocking people that's got a drink, but I'm just saying, I know, I, I got understanding of how my brain works. And if I know that my brain gonna make 100 to 200 decisions, because sometimes you look at a song and you ain't want to play that. So that's another decision. You gotta make another. Yeah. You gotta, mm-hmm. okay, sometimes you come on F, you typing and you searching. <laughs> a lot of the times, 
You don't play on your sets. Mm. You search every song. Why are you going to put something in your way to make you search slower, to make you think slower, to make you react slower? Sometimes you load up a tune and you don't know where you the cue the, is. Yeah, I don't think you miss the cue. You miss the cue. Mm-hmm. There are times I wasn't drinking and I load up the song and I got it in, I figured it out, and I was like, yo, how the hell did I do that? Because it was present. Because I was present. I was fully there and I was fully capable. And I use my superpower. <laughs> use the extra 10%. You understand? That extra, <laughs> that extra yeah. So like, I, I just try not to put myself at a disadvantage. Okay. And while I, I mean, I don't, I don't know any other person for, for DJing or uh, under the influence, but, and I mean, when I finish, I can drink a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I want to ask this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How easy is it to get into trouble um, with your with your status now, with ASO or like in general, I feel like uh, well, I could answer I mean, this question generally. Yes, it, it could be a general answer. Um, <laughs> but it, it speaks to your celebrity, bro. Um, um, the kind of rooms, the kind of the access is different for you now. Um, you're puffy, bro. I just how 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 how, how has it been managing the bitches? <laughs> you see so much me? No, this guy. It's not just me. You keep going, keep going. I'm just being an idiot. This is an XO. Not just is the I had XO and I had Beehive. Please hey, forgive me. Shy, to be honest. Anyway, huh? You're doing shit. You're doing shit. That's, a, that's a terrible question. Com- combinations. Yeah. Right, generally. Mm, go ahead. Oh, my yeah. answer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me say that it, it's just, again, important to be very mindful. It is very easy. I've, I'm, I am known for learning from other people's mistakes. <laughs> okay. So I see what happens online and I say, I don't want to be that. Mm. I don't want to be in that position. And therefore, there are certain things that you kind of go out and implement mm-hmm. and you definitely have to be aware of. Um, one of the main things, everybody ain't got your best interests at heart, my G. Real. Yeah. And if you ain't got it, then you ain't Potter. Do you? Uh, and I think this is actually my last question. I think for the show, but do you do you have difficulty trusting people now that you are at that same level, or that hasn't really changed much? Um, I think I think I always knew that I had to be careful. I think we should all know. That you got you gotta be careful with us mm-hmm. as humans. Um but I would say yeah, with with as you climb higher in this social ladder, you kind of just gotta be more careful. Mm-hmm. Puffy, this was an amazing. Episode. Are we done? Yeah, we have more questions. We do. <laughs> what do you think? things we do? I just we, I know. We, stop. we will not stop. <laughs> we will not stop. We really, really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, definitely. Uh, 
Is there anything you want to plug? You want you want you want to just say just a little bit about your tour so that people know what to look out for on your social media, all that kind of stuff. Um, we on tour all year. Going to LA on Wednesday. Chi. What a sentence. We celebrating um, signing to Scam as well as my girl Jasmine Solano's birthday. She's nice. one of the founders of a platform uh, on Twitch, which was started in the pandemic oh. called Clubhouse Global. I didn't ask you love, anything about streaming, B. We can talk about streaming, no. A little thing called Clubhouse. Not, not the app Not the app. We ain't talk about streaming. We ain't talk about you crossing 100K on YouTube from DJing alone. Crazy. Which is crazy in terms of copywriting. <laughs> like, I actually don't know how you did that. Boy, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. We go to our part two eventually. Yeah, eventually. yeah, yeah, we do. We um, do. yeah, there's there's just so much so much going on. But yeah, we're going to LA celebrate Jasmine's birthday. Do that event with her. Celebrate signing to Scam. Suja and the boys are ready to celebrate. After that, I go to Jamaica. Then I come by, go to Martinique. Uh, and then after that, where are we going? Bye. I think I go to Toronto after that. Um, but yeah, we we all over this year. We all over. A lot of things to come. A lot of new music. I could I could drop a song a month right now. Listen, man. Cheese on um, bread. Easily. Easily. That, I got, we got songs. Me and Vaughn got songs I know, that's from two you years mean, ago. You mean Vaughn. Yo, Vaughn. Me and Vaughn got yo, songs from two just, years ago that just sit in. Brick, bro. Brick from Brick. We got features out of this world. When is when dog man? I ain't crazy. Really. We got we got features from incredible artists. Yo, Dre. Um, this is this is this is wild. And I I, I can take this opportunity now. It is um we know where you come from. Like man, directly. I know forget. forget. Bro, DJ Puffy dot listen to my radio dot. <laughs> Just Christ, man. Listen to my radio. You bro. understand? <laughs> You understand? Bro, it is I would never forget that. Incredible to see this journey. It is. It, it is wild. Listen to me, Radio Cut. I know, Ron. We're not moving half of that. Sparky, turn to Dog, we can never stop telling you um, congratulations. Yeah. And I'm happy about that. You Thank will, I would you. never get Thank tired you. of that. I know the man here would never get tired of saying congrats, bro. Thank you. And you are really leading the charge. Um, we really appreciate you. Um, we really appreciate you sharing, dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. Nice. And I also, I just want to say, big man, that you inspire us in many ways. And you know that. But even the ways that you don't know, mm-hmm. there are many ways that you have inspired us. And we appreciate you, bro. Um, and if Matthew allows, this will probably be the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> don't say that. Man, With that being said, my brother, we love you, Puffy. Yeah. With that being said. Thank you. For real. For real. I know podcast. We We out. Thanks for watching the INO podcast, information, knowledge, observation. Be sure to give this video a like and subscribe to our channel. We'll see you soon.